0: It's time
1: for the big show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. Well hello everybody. I'm Andy Gallo and I'm Country Jim. I want to welcome everybody to the podcast and our special guest AV Middlestad who uh, AV um, had Soundmaster Studio there on uh, what was it, Jensen Drive right Jensen in Drive, Houston Yes for many, many years. But there was a slew of people that came through your door. Do you remember who all you uh, recorded in that studio?
2: <laughs> I can't remember them all. George Strait, Clint Black, Tracy Bird, Mark Chestnut. Um,
1: I think he's dropping a few names there. What do you <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. i heard, heard oh, of those.
2: You know, most everybody, in I got hot there for a while, and most everybody in Texas and Nashville would come in for me to record. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Of course, Randy Corner, I think, did a lot Randy of stuff Randy Corner, Frenchie yeah. Bird. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, wow. we had a ton of them.
1: Man. Yeah, wentley Walker. We did him. Really? Too, wow. So, when did you first open Soundmasters?
2: <laughs> don't give. Don't get me on numbers. I don't know. About <laughs> seventy. A long time ago. Seventy-one. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Okay. Wow. Sixties. Sixties. See, they're yeah. down to saying 60s. sixties How about that. Wow. I lose track of time and I don't keep track
1: of it. Hey, join so. the crowd of thousands, believe me. Yeah. We sat here I uh, mean Jamie and I we sat here all the time thinking about well wait a minute, when was that? You know? Oh it was yesterday.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so were you all uh you're uh, also renowned as a guitar player. Uh I don't know about singer. Did you ever do much singing?
2: Well, I I sing back up some in the studio and and Randy Corner and I, I decided I wanted to sing harmony on this one particular song that he recorded, and uh, he squinched his nose up at me, you know. So, uh, when we finished, I uh, pushed myself into the role, you know, and and I had this one part I wanted to hear on this particular uh, harmony piece or the song, and uh, after that. I got his approval, and we became the Jensen oh, <laughs> <laughs> heirs. And of. we did a lot of tracks for different studios around Texas and in the Houston area.
0: Man, I heard through the rumor mill that um, that you had, uh, when he started out as a maybe even a preteen, that you had had helped him uh, learn to play guitar.
2: Yes, yeah, he was my go. Get- guitar student, and I was third in line. He started with some lady who I don't know, and then uh, Billy Paris came in and was teaching him, and Billy was going to move to California. Oh, he was going to go on the road with Jack Green, so he passed Randy on to me, and he said, this boy's a good one, so you mm-hmm. take note, you know. Yep. And sure enough, boy, mm-hmm. he, he was,
0: he was a good one, that's for sure. He
2: was a good one. And Man, I tell you. He passed me up in a hurry. <laughs> wow. <Man.
0: laughs> well, you know, what I know less about than that is uh, and uh, your, your journey learning to play guitar, and uh, maybe I don't know anything about whether your folks played or uh, uh, where you were born, or can you talk about some of that a little bit?
2: Uh, I was born in Houston on Baden Street over in the north side and none of my brother played steel guitar and we were given lessons when we were like 4 or 5 or 6 I don't know and uh we played the steel guitar together but he was born to be a mechanic and I wanted to be Elvis so <laughs> so that was about the time that Elvis started that I really got started on the guitar mm. and could you
1: uh could you wiggle your hips like elvis or i don't think so
2: <laughs> <laughs> and when i was playing i usually sit in the chair and they thought i was dead other than my hands would move you know but uh so then uh, uh well dick allen got me into the business he and i went to high school together well, Dick
1: Allen and the River Road Boys? Yes. Yeah,
2: okay, yeah. yeah. So he called me up one day, and he said, A.V., come out and play lead for me. I said, I just got a guitar. I don't even know the cards, you know. He said, well, come on out anyway. So I've been out there and uh, playing like Chuck Berry for a long time. Wow. So Jim, uh, Dick Allen got me started, mm-hmm. really, you might say. Yeah. Yes. You know,
0: maybe 15 or 20 years ago, I was playing a club down in uh, in Houston called Blancos quite a bit, and there were other bands that were playing that pretty regularly, too, and uh, you were in that, was it called Good, Bad, and the Ugly or something yes, like that? Yes, Good, it? Bad,
2: and Ugly was my band, and we've been together for probably 50-plus years, and that's unheard of for bands, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they were just wonderful people, and... When I called a song, nobody balked or anything, they just did it, you know, and that's yeah. the way we worked. And we went to London England we were we were playing the Texas tumbleweed circuit and we went to London, England to represent the state of Texas. <laughs> and that was four times three times, yes. And uh, that was quite a treat, you know, the good, bad, and ugly in England playing, give me a break. Right. So
1: what made you, or what what, what was the the key factor that uh, had you open up the studio?
2: Well, it was already open. Joel Johnson had opened it, and uh, and his brother came in later, and Joel got in the bar business. So uh, he did well for himself, by the way, and uh, I guess it was kind of dropped on me, like a, a lot of other things. I was teaching guitar in the mornings. Mm-hmm. No, I was I was working at Soundmasters in the mornings. I'd go teach guitar in the afternoon, and then I'd go play at night. That was my schedule. And this was like six or seven nights a week. Hmm. So.
1: Wow. That, I mean, that is an amazing, amazing studio that you had there. So when did you when did you move to Huntsville? When did that all happen? Uh, let's see. It's
2: been about six, seven years, eight years, nine years, okay. Okay. It's been nine years we
1: moved. And you're still recording uh, people today, right, uh, in yeah. Huntsville? Yeah, the
2: that's... COVID thing slowed us down considerable, sure. you know, but uh, we're still at it
1: so very good very good yeah if you
2: want to do a session come on by (laughs) (laughs) i might just do it
1: yeah i think say jim would you know only thing i can play is the radio so you know and and, and as somebody said once
0: before and occasionally i get off frequency you know so i have to be
1: careful there so but anyway
0: (laughs) well uh talk about a little bit of an obscure factor here uh i've known about you for a long long time and uh the only th- thing I've heard you called is Av. Now me, I've probably got a half a dozen names. He's already called me Jamie a couple of times, uh, and that's a kind of a family thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was and- adopted,
1: though. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but there was a famous there was a famous Christian writer who was known as C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, just famous, famous name. And uh, the reason why they always called him C.S. I think his real name was Clive Stapleton. So if you were if that was your name you would be known as C S. <laughs> but his close friends called him Jack. Right. Yep. So I, I'm intrigued but I've never known you as anything other than A. V. Is, that, okay, what, is Randy, that what your mama called you that or?
2: Well, that was always my name. My brother's name was Harold Lee. And that's what they called him, A V and Harold Lee. So <laughs> that's uh I guess how that came about. Or, right, yeah. And uh, he was, as I say, born to be a mechanic, and I was born to do music. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so. Now, did you say your mom and daddy played, or? No. Nope, didn't, okay.
2: Not at all. They both could sing well, like in church, mm-hmm. or sing the parts, mm-hmm. harmony parts or whatever. But playing an instrument, nope.
0: Yeah. Who were some guitar players that uh you really Enjoyed listening to.
2: Well, I was a Chet Atkins fan for a while, and I learned to do 50 of his songs. Wow. And. So you could do a little chicken picking? Well, I. That, uh, that three finger style kind of thing. Is that what, what was it called? Well, it chicken? was, a, you used a thumb pick, you know, in your okay. fingers. Okay. Yeah. And Chet was the master. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. He was the smoothest guitar player, guitar player I've ever known. Mm-hmm. And one story about Randy, he was on, we got him on ABC Dot. If we're talking about Randy Corner. Mm-hmm. And he was due to do a show for ABC Dot in Nashville. And he said, A-V-I got up there and on the third note I broke a string and Chet Atkins was sitting on the first row. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not, not much you can do with a guitar, when want it? String just is throwing, and it's gone.
1: You just got to play around it, I guess. Is that what you <laughs> do? I don't
2: know. He said, Judd got up and walked away. You know, he, wow. he went on out, but he wasn't afraid to play. Randy was not afraid to play for anybody, mm-hmm. you know. So where do you think the success
1: of, of Soundmasters came from? Like you said, all the artists that you named, was that?
2: Well, know. we had actually started with Frenchie Burke. Mm-hmm. And uh, Randy Corner and Robbie Springfield, they were all in his band. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, there's more guys in the band, of course, which I, I can't name them all. But uh, I told Frenchie you ought to come by and record. He said, when? So he was there promptly, you know, and had his band there. And we could Big Mamou, which was a big hit. Oh, yeah. Good song. And uh, Art Shancy, uh I took it to the club where he was playing. I can't recall the the name of it, but I took the record over there and Ord he was there. He's a famous jock, you know, and he oh, said, yeah. Give me that damn record, boy. And <laughs> this was on a Friday and he burned it. He played it every third song, I bet you wow. during that weekend, you know, and Bruce Nelson calls me and he is it, you know, wars my damn record, you know. Uh, normally, you're down there begging them, begging them to play it, but this was a hit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce never forgave me for that, and I said, Bruce, <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah. But, that was good. So that was just kind of the beginning, and so then that, that everybody, from then on out, everybody and, was like well, We need to record And then there.
2: Randy Corner yeah. was in that band, and mm-hmm. and uh, he came in and had a song called uh, "Sometimes I Talk in My Sleep." Oh yeah. And we cut that, and it and it was a giant. It, mm-hmm. it just it couldn't be stopped at all. Mm-hmm. And from that point, we got him. We were on Music Creek Records at the time. And we stepped up to. Uh, oh, what was the label? Welcome to My World. <laughs> what, Say it again?
0: was he was he on ABC? ABC. ABC Don? Dot. Okay, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. sorry. sorry. Right. What was the song he did that I really liked too? About the
2: ring, telephone ring, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Did you record that? Yes, indeed. I record all all the songs that Randy
1: did. So y'all recorded them there, and then. They while well, he was on ABC. Dot you recorded. Well,
2: yeah, that. and oh, wow. we're still okay. recording in Houston. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. Wow. And with Frenchie, we kept we had him on Twentieth Century. Mm.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I
1: still actually have that album. Believe it or not, vinyl, the Twentieth Century. Yeah. Yep. Right. And, and it and was Frenchy, album Big, Big Momu and all the stuff, all the good stuff. On it there.
2: was album of the year on Twentieth yeah. yeah. Century. Yeah. You know. That's funny. I was riding in Nashville riding down the road and they were talking about the Nashville sound and all that, and here comes Frankie Burke playing the God and (laughs) I (laughs) joke. And
1: it was recorded in Houston, (coughs) Texas. (coughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Uh, did you uh, did you keep up with him any through the years after now now when Randy Corner the he played as a teenager for a while with Gene Watson. But when you're talking about would be like a few years after his Gene Watson? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He would have uh, been in his early 20s or something?
2: Yeah, he was He was a y- youngster, and I would get him out of grade school to come record, you know. Oh, wow. Play the guitar, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, that's kind of how he learned his way around the studio, you right. know. Yeah. So, um uh, am your question, Jim uh
0: see you forgot what my question was but the uh, the problem is i forgot what it was what was your question (laughs) (laughs) that's what you call you know it's just two (laughs) old guys trying to
1: i won't tell you buddy i I, you know sometimes you know the older i get you know i just can't remember (laughs) nothing you know so believe it or not
0: you're the youngster in this trio i am the youngster
2: oh i remember i was teaching guitar and and uh, Gene Watson called me on the phone. He had a club, and he was playing across town, and he was panicking. He said, I need a guitar player tonight. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I got a good one here, but he's real young, you know, but he can play. Mm-hmm. So the next day, so uh, he gave Randy the job, and the next day Gene called and says, you're right, he can play. Mm-hmm. And he was in the Gene, in the Gene Watson band for quite some time.
1: I think Randy was—I don't know—his picking was just. He was. It was incredible. fast. I mean, he was so fast, and he was all up and down that neck. I mean, He's what
2: you call a natural?
0: I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You couldn't back him up in a corner because he plays way right up. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tony Booth, uh, who actually uh, was on the podcast a week or so ago, uh, when he recorded at Heart of Texas in Brady. Well, he brought uh, Randy up there to do the guitar part on the Tony Booth projects.
2: Yeah, a lot of people used Randy, you know, around the state. Mm-hmm. And some in Nashville, you know, he would go there and play. Yeah, but he's an incredible mm-hmm. guitar player.
0: Yep, absolutely. Well, absolutely. you weren't chop liver either, my brother. <laughs> well, I,
2: I had to work at it. He was a natural. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh I got to where I could play jazz pretty good, which is a bunch of scales put together, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, hell, I don't even like this stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I kind of...
1: That's a good musician, right? You yeah. don't have to like what you play. You just yeah, play
2: the, it, you well, know, so. everybody thought I was great because I could play these scales 90 to nothing, you know. And But that wasn't my cup of tea, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that point, uh I forgot what came first. As I say, I wanted to be Elvis, <laughs> and I wanted to be Chuck Berry, and I could play every one of his, mm-hmm. his songs verbatim, you mm-hmm. know. So um, that's kind of how I got started. And, and I'm, am I getting you all mixed and, up? You
1: know, you got it, man. You yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question. You don't have to answer this, but how old are you?
2: I'm 83. I'll be 84 next week.
1: Wow. Yes. You don't you don't look it, so I was just I was oh, just kinda wondering there. You thank know. you, thank you. So
2: me but. and the deer would like you on that deal. <laughs> I feed them about fifteen deer every morning. Oh really? Yes. And when they get them big horns between your legs, you think we're not gonna hurt one another, <laughs> are we? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. That's kinda of scary. That's kind of scary. <laughs>
0: One of my one of my favorite artists, believe it or not, he, because I'm really known as being in Roots Country, is uh, John Prine, who was a folk singer and songwriter. Yeah. And they were interviewing him one time on a podcast kind of thing like this. And uh, they said, uh, well, John, you're not only known as a great singer and songwriter, but you're also known as a stylist on the guitar. Yeah. And uh, he, he put his tongue in his cheek and said, well... I think that's because I keep making the same mistakes over and over
1: again. <laughs> I think you're right on that one. Hey, speaking of writing uh, songs, did you did you write?
2: I wrote, yeah. Uh,
1: Anything we might know?
2: The only one is, gee, what was the Randy Corner song? A sweet Memory. Sweet. Well, I wrote that, but that wasn't one of Randy's songs. But anyway, I wrote one of Randy's songs. Okay. And uh, I can't recall the title right now, but I will. Yeah. When you have a stroke, a lot of things leave.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're doing good, though. You're doing real good.
0: So, AV, uh, I I guess uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly is uh, not going to be performing anymore. Uh, A.V., way. I think we ought to give a little bit of credit to the fine band members that you had there with Good, Bad, and Ugly. I knew uh, Ed Fontenot, the bass player. Did you have a fiddle player? And
2: his name was Steve
0: Snow. Uh, he's played the Red Brick Tavern Sunday Gospel Brunch with me several times.
2: Yeah, and he's a natural. Yes, he is. He's another one that you can't back up in the corner because he's going to fiddle his way out of it, you know. <laughs> so That's right. And I like Roddy it. And Roddy was the drummer. And uh, he passed away here last year, year before. Mm. And Tommy Crone started with the band, and he was the drummer, first drummer that we had. Mm. And he was so funny, and he had an infectious laugh. If you ever hear him on a CD, you'll know who Tommy Crone is, right? <laughs> mm.
0: And uh, Av, you guys. Uh uh, Moses Rangel, when he came back from Nashville, used you guys to back him up too, right?
2: Yeah, well, he yeah, he would front for us sometime, yeah. you know. And it was the natural front man. And the boys, was, all my guys were just, they were natural at what they did. And we did a, a CD, three CDs in the studio and we made like, like the crowd was there, but there was no one out there. But you cannot tell there's no one out there at right. all. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible. Yeah, that's a bunch of you know. Yeah. That's a so,
0: fascinating kind of recording. I know um, Hank Thompson. I think those uh, live at the Dallas Fair recordings by Hank Thompson, I don't think they were live at the Dallas Fair. I think that was a studio production Yeah, I believe so too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, ours was straight up. And on the first two, we didn't even overdub. We just did them straight up. Wow. We cut about 25 songs in one night. I said, guys, if we can play them every night, we can surely play them in the studio, you know. And
1: that's not done a whole lot. I, I, well, back then, I guess it wasn't done that much either, right? No. Uh, as far as just playing, just everybody together and, you know, not playing, you know.
2: Yeah, bluegrass uh, was done a whole lot because they mm-hmm. just all got in Yeah. And sometimes they a used, and used
1: one microphone, and, and one that was mic it. You know, and if
2: so. they wanted to get louder, they just scooted in right, yeah. more. They didn't need an engineer; you just, yeah. <laughs> they were their engineer. You well, know, they were their own engineer, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so were we. Mm-hmm. We just turned it on and let it go, and and I would can it off, and we played it the same way every night. So, hmm. what the heck?
1: Yeah, man, that is. A, we that can is always else. play
2: it again. We didn't do double taking. We didn't do that. Right. We just played it. And out of the 25, we would pick 10 to 15 songs to go with, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. The ones we thought were flawless, you know. uh, Wow. So, man, it was a lot of fun, you know. Not many people do that Mm -mm. anymore Mm -mm. at all. Mm -mm. They're not capable of it, you know. And we, we can sing harmony to anything. You know, if you can whistle it, we can sing harmony to her. Whistle harmony to it, you know. <laughs> can whistle and see? <laughs> Is that what they used to say? Can
1: you whistle and see?
0: Well, sure. You know, why not,
1: right, you know. So, yeah. Well, A.V., well, it's been a, been a real pleasure. Do you have something else? Did you want to say something else there?
0: Well, I was just going to do what you're fixing to do, so go you go ahead
1: and do it. Oh, I was just going to say we appreciate uh, A.V. being here. Uh, I've known you or known of you a long time, and like I said, we met back in, I guess it was probably 78 or 79. I don't remember. I was... Had a good friend of mine that uh, I think did some session stuff there with you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and Jim German. You may or may not remember that name, but yeah. uh, he used to be really kind of the session one of the the players in the Houston area back
2: in the seventies. He know, did a lot well, of stuff. I got hot at one time, and we did almost everybody in Texas. Mm-hmm. So he had st- a band. They would come to us, and yeah. even the Spanish yeah. Market, we had it. Really, Called wow! Little Joe and the yeah, we did, a Little Joe. And- oh yeah, oh, yeah. Man.
0: Uh, so we That's didn't cool say anything about that. Do you have any kind of count on how many projects you've
2: done? Jesus, no, not at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there, the answer to that one is a bunch, right? Is that what say you say it would-
2: again? Tony? Kenny Dale. Oh, I did Kenny Dale too. Uh, oh, I'm leaving Kenny. He just passed away not long Louis ago. Louis of the year. Yeah, wow. We got him on Capital Records. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Kenny passed away here last. Yeah. Was it last year yeah. something like that yeah yeah he wow. was a he was a Man, he was clown. Good. Yeah. Oh, was he okay oh yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, he Not called
2: nice me morning. in the morning every morning uh-huh. and he was trying to write you know and he said I'd call a v and I'd singing this song and I wouldn't hear anything on the other end i says well I guess that tells me how it was <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We became real good friends. That is good. uh, We lost him a couple years ago.
1: Absolutely. Well, once again, A.V., we appreciate you being with us on the podcast. Uh, It's been a real pleasure. Thanks for asking. uh, You bet. You bet. Folks, we'll see you all on the next one. Adios. Thanks for listening to The Big Show with Andy Gallo and Country
0: Jim. This has been a Unicap Media presentation.